to the Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Tammy. <laughs> and that dramatic pause was because we have no Metal Mail this week because they've got more important things to do, apparently. Whatever, guys, whatever. So, to. What, you got friends or something? Exactly. Wow. I mean, you got life outside of podcasting, whatever. So, what do you do when you've got no mat, you've got no mail? You look in the M section of your address book and you phone a Megan. So, we have Megan with us. Yay! Hey, thank you for coming on. No worries, no problem. And also, we get to see your adorable profile pic on Skype again of you and Charlie Cox hanging out. Yes! Oh, it's so sweet. I really like his coat. I know I'm on the wrong podcast to talk about fashion, uh, Tammy. Oh. But I'm just going to say, I like Charlie Cox's coat in, in Megan's episode. icon. <laughs> yeah, There's I, a really nice coat this episode. <laughs> oh, yes, there is. Yeah, we'll, we shall talk about it. Um, so, Megan, obviously, you've, you're returning to the podcast, and you mentioned yes. a bit about you've seen all of um, Luke Cage already to me, but did you watch it all in, like, the opening... Uh, weekend or did you sort of pace yourself with this one or how did you do it? I pace myself. It was like the end or middle of October when I finished. So okay. yeah, you were like, "This is a daredevil, whatever." Yeah, well, it's it was good. I love the music. The music is amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I need to get that vinyl of uh, the Luke Cage soundtrack as well because it looks beautiful. Oh yeah. Um, the- Daredevil one's red, right? Yeah, I want to get all three. The Daredevil one's red, and it's got a... Inside, it's a picture of the kingpin, I think, looking at the painting. And you get a little card with it that's um, Nelson and Murdoch, um, like there's in the sign. And then with the Jessica Jones one, I think the inside is a picture of Kilgrave, like a drawing. It's not a picture. And then the little print is of Alias Investigations. And then the Luke Cage one, I can't remember what's in the middle... Because I think that one might be a double vinyl, but the little card is of Pops. It's like, oh, yeah. So yeah, so it's quite cute. I need to, I need to get them all. I want purple and yellow and red vinyl. Damn it! <laughs> and the Twin Peaks vinyl looks like a slice, a slice of a log. So it's very cool. I'm so surprised there isn't a piece of pie on it somewhere or something. Oh, probably is somewhere. <laughs> Those Mondo vinyls are beautiful. I also want to get the one that's the soundtrack of the guest because that is an awesome soundtrack. Hmm. so that's my little plug for mondo feel free to send me some money guys if you're listening that would be great <laughs> um so not very much news this week in fact i don't think there was any but i did yeah. get sent something by uh listener rebecca which was uh, she alerted me to the fact that on google maps you can look up alias investigations and it's uh, you can find out where exactly it is and it is listed as a business, as a private investigator, and there are currently 12 reviews of it. So I thought I would oh, read wow. you some. <laughs> um, it's currently got an average of 4.4 out of 5, so a lot of very happy people. Uh, oh, wow. So um, reviewer three weeks ago, Barry Hawkey, says uh, 5 out of 5, was really turned off by the condition of the office, but the price was right, so I thought I'd give it a shot. Started getting frustrated when I couldn't get any status updates out of them, but damn, their investigator did the impossible. Got the impression they had a lot more important jobs going on, but they sure helped me out. Would definitely use again. Thumbs up. Nice. <laughs> um, and then awesome. Peter, Peter Isaac says, 
Their lead investigator can be abrupt and a bit rude, but she's quite proficient. If I were the superstitious type, I'd say there's something almost superhuman about her abilities. (laughs) You won't be disappointed if you use alias investigations. They get the job done, even with all the weirdness out there. Uh, And then my favourite, I think, is Billy by Billy Yum Yum, two by two. Uh, which says, she scares me. I'm concerned that if I leave a negative review, she'll start digging up my secrets. Nevertheless, she gets the job done, even though I'm pretty sure she was inebriated every time I saw her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Yeah, so that that was just a fun little thing that Rebecca um, alerted me to this week. Oh, that's cool. I wonder if there's one from Nelson and Myrna. I had a quick look, and it said that it was a museum, so I don't know. And also it said it was in Brooklyn, so I'm going to have okay. a look now. Um, because this one is actually like the, the address going by, um, you know, by her um, business card. So oh, there should be one for Nelson Murdoch, because they did do... See, if you bring it up, it says Nelson Murdoch, Law Office, Daredevil, and then it goes think it looks like we're in brooklyn i don't know um it says it's a museum and there are no reviews which makes me sad okay someone, someone review nelson and murdoch please and it is actually a picture of the um the location in williamsburg so the shooting location rather than oh, okay. the actual location right. so someone get on that add it to google maps i don't know how to do it so <laughs> Or maybe it's just someone being really uh, methodical because obviously Nelson and Murdoch is no more in uh, Dead, uh, sadly. Right. Yeah. It's very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> uh, anyway, so now we've gone over the news. Tammy, on a very special episode of Luke Cage this week. <laughs> <laughs> highly, special, Luke Cage. highly, uh, highly. Um, I mean, there was. I guess there was a lot of anticipation for you in terms of the music this week. Um, yeah. Until some slight spoilers last week, yeah. the week before. Mm. Thanks, Jason. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, if anyone's heard that episode yet, it did only get released. I think yesterday. Sorry, it was so late. Um, but yeah, Tammy, tell us about the music in this episode. Because um, there's uh, a lot of it. Yeah, we'll just start with um, the title. So, Soliloquy of Chaos. So, I picked up some of the lyrics, obviously, because that's what I do. And <laughs> so, here we go. Uh, so, you set the brothers up for a sneak attack. Whether you die or kill them, it's another brother dead. But I know you'll never get through your head because we're misled and misfed facts. We're off. Killing you and killing me. It's a soliloquy of chaos. So I think that does represent a lot of what happens in the episode as far as, like, um, this brings to a head, like, this whole idea of African-American culture against police Mm -hmm. and police brutality. So I uh, and and, and it was a lot of being misled and misfed facts. Um, Tembi being part of that. Yeah, hmm. Tembi. Yeah, Tembi. Hello, I really like you. What's happening? Um, so the other music, uh, Ghostface Killer, has a song in mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that is played behind um, when Domingo's team is getting all shot up and stuff. And, of course, we have Method Man being Method Man, <laughs> which is amazing. I, I thought you might like that, Tammy. When but I just have uh, to say, after episode four, in which... You nearly had a heart attack of joy 
um, just at the fact they had a Wu-Tang Clan song on the soundtrack. And I was like, oh, oh, Tammy, I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you so much. <laughs> um, what I enjoyed most, and even though Jason, uh, spoil, I'm just going to call him spoilery Jason from now on. Spoilery even though spoilery Jason, Jason <laughs> uh, mentioned Method Man last week, I just assumed Method Man was playing a character because he does act as well. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he played himself <laughs> made me laugh so hard. And uh, Dan and I, as we were watching, uh, I was like hooting and hollering and just making all kinds of noises because I was super excited and all of his scenes were amazing so he does have um, a rap he does for Luke Cage called Bulletproof Love Mm -hmm. but I figure we'll go over that more when that scene actually happens versus me talking about it now because I think there are like a lot of important lyrics that are being discussed over the scenes that we're seeing definitely so I will say with that song as well I think I don't think the lyric is in the show because I, I have the, the song because I've got the soundtrack. Um, but there's the lyric he says at the start when he's like he's talking to Sway. And yeah. I don't think it's actually mentioned in the episode, but he says one of my favorite lyrics, which is he's talking about how nuts it was. And then he's like, if I was a gorilla, I'd say it was bananas, B. And like, I love that <laughs> lyric so much. I've said that quite a few times since. I've been like, if I was a gorilla, I'd say it was bananas. Yes, and every time I have a little chuckle to myself. <laughs> yeah, I see uh, that here as part of the lyrics. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember him actually saying that, but yep. yeah, <laughs> amazing. So this episode is Soliloquy of Chaos, written by Christian Taylor and directed by George Tillman Jr., um, which is the same uh, guys that did last week's episode as well. So that's pretty cool. Uh, synopsis is Misty digs deeper for the truth as the neighborhood's power players throw the city into chaos. Um, and we immediately start right after the last episode ended with Luke arrested and he's triple cuffed. And Misty is ignoring the paramedics to approach Luke. And all the way, every time it's mentioned in this episode, like, you might make your arm worse. I'm like, yes, yes, make it worse. <laughs> Have that arm wither up and fall off your arm socket (laughs) (laughs) yeah because she really just doesn't care about her arm is what i'm getting from this episode yeah she's just like yeah i can get an awesome robot arm it's fine in the comics doesn't she get a like a she does she's got uh, oh i also got um uh for christmas this year from my my friend vicky she bought me a really cool um uh, two really cool prints from a convention she went to. One, oh no, I think they were from Etsy. One of Daredevil and one of Misty Knight. Very cool. And Misty Knight's got her awesome robot arm in it. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, did you guys like this bit where she gives him the speech? Like, yes. kind of telling him off, but like, as in, oh, make sure you escape. What's that? Well, I it's love make you, sure Misty. you escape and telling him about, like, how Diamondback has escaped and they're not looking for him yeah and also the judas bullets and yes yeah i love her so much get out of there before they hit they get to the precinct yeah that's so good so i think it's i just think it's super cute actually (laughs) it was adorable (laughs) because she tried to be like so tough but she wasn't and she was making everything super obvious when she (laughs) (laughs) but these uh these cops didn't didn't cotton on um, no. Even though they do mention in the in the truck, I like that they know that the three sets of handcuffs won't be able to hold him, and it's all just for yeah. show. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're kind of having a debate about whether 
you know, it might be the end times and whether Luke is just the next stage of evolution or whatever. And I was like, this is a freaking X-Men. Uh, you know, X-Men <laughs> is not owned by Marvel, In guys. Inhumans and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, just throw I mean, some like, magic dust at you and you evolve or whatever happens in that show. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, although, like, they don't... Um... Oh, oh no, Claire! It's, there's like alien DNA in that show. Oh, anyway. but I know, but uh, I'm just thinking of who oh, was yeah. it? Was it um, Blair Underwood? And he opened a book. Yeah. And like he he sniffed some magic oh, dust yeah, and sneezed, like, however, and then he he became like a oh, big porcupine man. Then it became like people who were taking fish oil pills. It, it was a crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a whole other show. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I guess. Because no one, I mean, Claire and knows and stuff, not Dr. Bernstein, but no one really knows how Luke got these powers. So I guess they could just think that he was born like that. So mm-hmm. who knows? Cue Lady Gaga's born this way. Play. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see some, some Lady Gaga accessories later on, too. Oh, yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I like this little exchange between Luke and the older cop in the alley. Oh, they, yeah, that's I love one of my that. favorites. Yeah, yeah, this guy's great. Yeah. And it's just, and he doesn't, I, I like the fact that he doesn't definitely know that Luke is innocent. It's just because he has a feel about him. And they didn't do the cliche thing of, oh, you better hit me so it looks like you you knocked me out. Because obviously they know that if Luke was to hit him, he'd probably kill him because, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, <laughs> um, as in getting away. But I like that he just lets him go. I thought that was great. Um, was yeah, it necessary, yeah. though, for those two cops to be like totally gross in the car beforehand oh, it's <laughs> like why were they this is like a filler scene and it's gross just to annoy you tammy i know because then, then i just didn't like this cop already and so like even though he let luke go i was just like meh whatever i still don't like you you're gross <laughs> whoever you are cop what should we call yeah. him john john the cop John. Oh, well, actually, we do have a we do have a list of yeah. John the cops, so maybe that's a bit. Mm. Yeah, the whole line. Do you want to get all New Hampshire on this shit? That yeah, that's great. Oh, I've got so many quotes from this episode. So many. Um, yeah, but I like I like him telling Luke that more people are rooting for him than he thinks. I was like, oh. Um, so Striker is watching uh, Traitor Tembe's uh, report on Luke's escape, and then we get then my heart grows three sizes in my chest <laughs> like the Grinch because the my Grinch. beloved my beloved Turt Barrett appears oh I love him Yay! so much I like I completely forgot he reappears in this episode and I was like oh, oh wow. I freaking love him I love I knew he appeared but I thought he was in the finale um and I'm wow. just like I whenever Turk is on screen I love him so much Me too. everything Me too. he says all of his reactions like yep. like rolling his eyes at zip and just Oh, I love him. He's great. And also, I like that his, uh, he's got like a um, a hoodie or a coat on or something, and the silver zipper on his collar makes it look like he's wearing a dog collar. So he looks like a sassy priest, and I love it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like his attitude anyway, especially with Daredevil, too. So yeah. it's just like, come on, D! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I, he better I to show up in the Defenders. He has to. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. Just like the token thug on the street or something. Him, Claire Temple, and um, Brett Mahoney, I want as like the three characters that appear in all the shows, even though Turk wasn't in uh, Jessica Jones. He should have been. 
Um, he easily could have been too. Like, yeah, just turking around in the background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Claire's like, maybe gonna be in all to... of them. She brings them together, so. Yeah. I just feel like yeah. Turk could have been like I don't know, beaten up by Jessica for information, just like he was in this episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that uh, Zip is trying to be the new Shades because he's wearing shades and Diamondback oh, tells him off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Take those off. It was great. Although my my note when I was watching this, uh, <laughs> when he started choking Zip, I was like, fuck you if you kill Zip. Fuck you. <laughs> I was not very happy. So you were so very happy. unhappy with Shades later, or are you just unhappy with I, if it was Diamondback? I was, I was just I unhappy. I liked that scene. That was that. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was fine with Shades doing it. And at that point, Zip deserved it. But this scene... No, I was not going to be happy if, if Diamondback uh, killed Zip. You like but that's because I love Zip. So. <laughs> <laughs> do, who love do you love Zip, more, though? You loved, you loved him. Yeah, they take everyone sugar that you love away from you. That guy was funny. Too. Oh, Sugar, yeah. yeah. Sugar. Oh. Um, so while Shades is having his mugshots done, this is the scene with Sugar, Misty's watching him, and this is where Ridley says tells Misty that she could really make her arm worse if she pushes herself and I was like yes yes have that arm oh, wait, fall wait, off wait, in the wait, first wait. scene in Defenders oh that's your the horror fan in you right we, we oh, got yeah. a we got a backup Claire sorry oh, okay um first of all who's Romeo um I'm guessing he was like part of the old crew that was like Zip's dad I think they've mentioned him before but I can't remember Okay, because they mentioned him twice and I'm just like I have no clue who this guy is are we supposed to know who he is because they just seem to make a little bit of a big deal about someone named Romeo. It's like, I uh, think he's like part of the old school crew. Okay. Thing. And then um, also we skip the scene with Domingo talking to his men. Oh, Tammy, you should just take over. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> well, I'm watching it while we're. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yes, there's like the quick the quick um, scene with they're discussing Domingo and his gang. They're just talking about taking control of Harlem from Diamondback and it's like that's not gonna end well guys no and and they talk there's the way that the guys that speak Spanish talk it's all they're talking so slow and I think it's just so that way if people are reading the subtitles yeah mm-hmm. that they have time to read it but it was annoying yeah native speakers don't speak that slow yeah at all no and then, uh, but I did think it was funny because they were speaking in Spanish and Domingo kept answering them in English. Yeah. And that's me. That's how me and my grandmother <laughs> talk. She talks to me in Spanish and I just respond in English. So I wanted him to be eating more candies and he had something he was eating, but it wasn't little, little yeah. candy bars. Oh, yeah. yeah. The ones that he threw on the floor yeah. at the club. So, <laughs> um, so we see that yeah, Sugar then- is like super nervous as well, which is like, oh, <laughs> You see him? You see him shaking his, his legs shaking? He's scared. He's gonna cry. Aww. Um, then, so Mariah and Alex um, are walking around the destroyed Harlem's paradise. Tammy is weeping. Um, and Mariah is ranting <laughs> I, I, about Diamondback. <laughs> and Alex is really becoming her little her little minion, because he's like, oh, I want you to rebuild, and I want to be part of it. And we should get rid of anyone that knows about your connection to Shades or Diamondback. He wants her so bad. Which who who can blame him? <laughs> who but. would you who would you pick though? Like if you were Mariah, would you pick Alex or would you pick uh, Shades? Because I think Shades wants Alex. Her. <laughs> See, but 
Shakes is so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) He is, but he's more on her level. Alex is never going to be where she needs him to be as a partner. Yeah. (laughs) Like, sure, she just wants, you know, someone to sleep with and tell him what to do and that's it. Cool. But as an equal or a partner, that's not going to be Alex. Mm. He just can't. He's such a little boy. Yeah. He's a little minion. He's just her aide, right? When she was on yeah. the council. Yeah. 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 He's really yeah. cute, though. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so in the next scene, we see Luke on the street. He's wearing his bullet riddled hoodie. Um, and he sees a couple of thieves enter a convenience store. Tammy, has, do you want to take over? Oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> Lee's poster on the outside. Yes, yeah. yes, and there's like, what does it sound? It's like see your crime reported. Yeah, I love that we still have like Stanley showing up as um, the like commissioner of of uh, New York or whatever. I love it. Oh, that's news. He, he just turned ninety four. Yeah, happy birthday, Stanley. I saw. Um, I only found out because like uh, I think Peter Shinkoda uh, from Daredevil like posted some stuff. Um, about it and was like, have you been sitting Stanley? at his desk? Yeah, that was it. He was sitting at Stanley's desk. Yes, I was very jealous. I still believe he's an animatronic at this point. <laughs> I don't think he's real. Probably. I've seen him at cons and he does not look like a real person. <laughs> I st- I'm still surprised that he survived the London Comic Con, which was his last appearance in, uh, in um, the UK, because it was so hot that weekend and he signed so many autographs and I really expected the papers the next day to say that you know London killed Stanley because London fans wore him out he does he does make a con here all the time and it's like he does he does the pictures obviously and he does you know signing autographs and he typically will do like a panel like an evening panel that's an extra ticketed event and all this stuff and I'm just like how he's yeah. not he cannot be alive I'm sorry <laughs> he's just so- He's a, a life decoy model, or life model yeah, decoy. Sorry. Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. So this scene. So Luke goes and um, sees two guys about to rob the convenience store, and he walks in because he is a hero, even though he doesn't want to say he is. And the one guy takes his hood off to start talking to Method Man, <laughs> who's playing himself as Method Man, which I yeah. love that this guy is so enamored by him. Yo, man, that was my jam. I like uh, these two guys, Bryce and Michael. (laughs) Stupid Bryce and stupid Michael. Yeah, and And I I love this scene, yeah. It's great. Yeah, and Luke just, like, hits the one dude down. The other guy shoots. But I I really do believe him. I don't think it was, like, he purposely meant to shoot. I think he just got so scared he just started shooting. And then uh, he, Luke takes his phone and hits him on top of the head, like just flicked him, and yeah. he and he out. goes down. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. And, and then Method Luke Man, is also like fanboying about about oh, meeting yeah. Method Man. <laughs> but Method Man is fanboying meeting Luke Cage. Yes. <laughs> Which is, I just adore. And he tells him "Sweet Christmas," and I like almost lost it. <laughs> <laughs> And he sw- they swap bad. hoodies, which is great. Yeah. And they do a little bro hug, and it's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And then they give each other a salute when they leave, and then Luke's like, salute. Or I think Meth Man is. I love it. 
Like, so, so now we know that Luke Cage grew up liking Michael Jackson and Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Getting yep. more about his musical tastes. Oh, I love it. It's such, such a great little scene. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Tammy, after all this built oh, up. So good. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, so Misty gets a call from Candice asking to meet because she figures that Luke trusts Misty so then Candice can trust her. Um, that's kind of like a quick scene. Um, and then in a, another awesome scene, like Shades is so great in this episode. I love him oh, so much. I love this scene. It's too, so yeah. good. And Ridley's interviewing Shades, but he's lawyering up. Lawyer. Lawyer. First name, law. First name, last name, year. So great. <laughs> and obviously because they're talking about lawyers, and even though I know it's not going to happen because they are defense lawyers, but they're not going to represent, um, you know, Matt wouldn't represent Shades because he's clearly guilty. But I was like, oh, I, I'd love it if he was the lawyer that came in. <laughs> and I was like, well, it could be foggy because we know that um, his new law firm is not exactly you oh, know, that, that yeah. ethical. Yes. Yeah, or what if it would have been um, hey, the actress that you interviewed? Oh, uh, Marcy Stoll? Yeah. Yeah. He, well, she she's not the actress. The actress is Amy Rutberg. I was like, yes. Yeah, 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 no, no, I yeah. know. But, but yeah, she could have came in. They could have used her. That would have been great. Well, this woman doesn't say anything. I was like, who is this woman? Nah. She just kind of walks no. in and is yep. a bit yeah. of a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and we find out that Shades Bale has been paid as well in cash, $2 million. Um, and obviously there's only one person that could probably afford that, and that is Mr. Diamondback. Um, I love, like you were saying, Megan, I love that Shades kind of plays that he's really rattled when Ridley yeah. mentions getting a large sentence, and he's like, oh, oh, okay then, I'll talk. And then he just kind of, like, grins and does the whole lawyer thing again. Yeah. Basically, like, winks at, the, winks at the audience, like, hey, you like that? <laughs> I was like, oh, Shades, <laughs> this is so freaking awesome. <laughs> You've grown on me, Shane. You've grown on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, I, yeah, he's great in this episode. Uh, so Misty and Candice meet by the water, and this is where um, Candice tells uh, Misty all about Cottonmouth's death. And I wrote in my notes, wow, Candice has really great skin. <laughs> Her skin is really smooth. <laughs> mm-hmm. These are the kind of things I notice while making my notes. My note was that um, Misty and I have the same phone cover. Nice. <laughs> I hope you don't throw your phone around as easily when you're in explosions, Tammy. No, <laughs> no you got to keep that, that near and dear to you when you're in explosions. Absolutely. I really thought they were just going to kill Candace at some point during this episode, though. Um, well, I mean, I, mm. I couldn't remember exactly when it, you know, like, I, I didn't mean to say when it happened then, because I honestly can't remember if they do kill her or not. Um, but... I knew something happened, but I couldn't remember what. But then as soon as we see Misty recording um, the, mm-hmm. you know, the confession, and then we, we the camera shows Misty putting the phone back in her pocket, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember what happens. The phone is going to go missing, and Shades picks it up. They kind of, it's like Chekhov's gun, but it's Chekhov's phone. <laughs> this is going to be important later, viewers. I like when um, she's giving her confession, though, and we have Misty watching everything happen. Mm, with her, her Will Graham vision. Exactly. Because yeah, I still think really it's like a superpower. Thing, yeah. We haven't seen it for a while, so I like that they brought it back. I like yeah. how when she was talking to Candace, 
like everything was being reenacted like she was there. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminded me of some kind of forensic show, you know, like CSI or something. They always pictured themselves in the crime scene. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Misty's got those those powers, uh, those flashback powers. Even um, though they're not powers, that's what you guys keep telling me. I think they're powers, though. <laughs> <laughs> they could be powers. I don't know. Um, they're going to head to Soledad's. Um, also, Misty removes the sling. Hopefully, yeah. this means her arm is going to fall off when she removes the sling, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, just, it just, she's standing there, it just falls off through her coat. I'm telling you, this is what I want to happen. You guys do not understand how much I want that freaking arm to fall off, I swear. Like, listener Rebecca knows, we were both like, oh, that arm needs to come off. Get that arm off, Misty. Um, so... And we see that they're being watched by Alex in his in his car. So then uh, Tammy Tammy gets a treat two of the episode as we go to Sway's universe <gasps> with Sway so and Heatherby. Mm-hmm. So yeah. good. So um yeah. So the scene starts off where he's being interviewed about like what happened, and it seems like he just goes to the radio station and hangs out with him is what it sounds like yeah because he didn't have like a, a, a slot there or anything because he wasn't no, booked to be he there just came in he to, just wandered in about <laughs> which i guess is because i i sway used to be on mtv i don't know if he's still on mtv or not dan's mm, not even probably guess, not right? no yeah um but he he does have this radio show and like when he was on sirius and it first started, like, Ludacris called him up and talked for, like, an hour about his album. Like, not scheduled an interview, nothing like that, just called up to talk to him. So I guess that's, like, his thing. Maybe guys just, uh, or rappers or whatever, just come in and start talking. Hey, just hey. hang out. That's cool. Um, I don't know who Heather, Heather B is, but I like her. Yeah. I'd never heard of her. I was like, oh, she's really... She used she's... to be a rapper at one time, and she was on the first Real World. Oh, okay. Uh, New York. Nice. Yeah. Like so she that. was a Boogie Down Productions. That's who she was. Nice. Like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's ta- talking about exactly what happened, and they're kind of, Heather B specifically is like kind of questioning him, like, are you sure that really happened? Because it really doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but um, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but they discuss about the fact that why is he on the run just like Ridley and uh, Misty did. Like, why is he on the run? Why is, if he didn't do anything wrong? Mm. And they both, um, in both conversations, they bring up the fact that, um, you know, he's accused of killing a cop. He's African-American. Why would he not be on the run? Exactly. Exactly. And, and I like when um, Method is going to start his rap and he tells him bulletproof always always going to come second to being black. So it doesn't matter that he's bulletproof. The fact that, and Missy brings it up too, like the fact that he's bulletproof, they now have special bullets for him. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so while I do have a problem still with this whole thing of this is how they're taking Luke Cage down is with these special bullets, watching this episode, it kind of brings it around why they did made that decision that it's still going to be bullets it's still like a commentary on what's happening yeah it it, it links in with the um 
it, it links in directly the fact that it's bullets with the the bullet riddled hoodie, which again links back to. Um, I mean, they even mention in in his song, he mentions Trayvon Martin and everything. It's it's brought back around, and I think like earlier when we were discussing an earlier episode, um, I can't remember who I was talking to, but we were talking a bit about like. Um, uh, Trayvon Martin and the whole like um, the the hoodie thing yeah. and I sort of said they brought it up again later the social commentary of it in a later episode I can't remember who was the guest for that one um you know so it is something that they they do touch on again in this episode in like a bigger way and I feel like it's it's a huge way yeah and it's um it's sort of brought it you know this is what they were kind of aiming for all along so in so we go to um, Method Man who's going to just rap and I kind of like that they make it seem like this is not a single of his. This is him just like you know um, just even though you can buy it on iTunes guys well <laughs> 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 um, but because he even mentions like part of his lyric he said Sway admit what kind of paradise is this so it's almost like he's rapping and then still talking and holding this conversation with them at the same yeah, time. Yeah exactly. Uh, really cool. But he uh, talks about how terrible, like, basically this ghetto lifestyle is. Like, mm-hmm. roaches in the crib, ain't no food in the fridge. This is what's messing up all the kids. Um, he talks about uh, Cottonmouth. And he says, but these snakes is trying to gather mm-hmm. in the pit. Well, and Diamondback. Cottonmouth and yeah. Diamondback, that could be. Mm-hmm. But, I don't, but he doesn't know about Diamondback. So and also the, uh, the not-yet-seen um, villain uh, Copperheads that uh, obviously Brad... <laughs> Uh, previous guest Brad Couples is waiting um, for to appear. He's very excited about this copyright. Uh, yeah, Chio, the creator, mentions a lot of that stuff, like where he kind of weaved it into everything in the show. Mm. So, yeah. I think it's, like, really well done. I And I love the use of it in this. I mean, we'll get to it in a minute, but with all the people wearing hoodies and, and things, I think yeah, it's great. Yeah, so as... Yeah, we can talk about it now. Cause, I mean, well, yeah, I'm going to leave it up to you because I'm enjoying what you're saying, Tammy. It gives me a rest as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so as he's rapping, we start seeing, and it's like a slow reveal at first, of you know these people wearing these bullet hold hoodies. And we start with one guy wearing the hoodie with headphones on, which we've seen Luke do in, like, what, the, the second or third episode? Yeah, the second one with a kid came up to him yeah came up behind him yeah and so it's this exact same imagery from that episode and the guy of course slowly turns around he's also a bald african-american man so why they didn't think he was luke cage i'm not sure right because that's <laughs> that's how they automatically know that it's if he's a bald black man yeah uh, so, <laughs> uh and he and he just smiles at the cops because he knows who they're looking for and it's and he knows he's not it um some of Method's other lyrics, I like he brings in uh, the fact that there's no Iron Man that's going to go and mm-hmm. save them. You're just stealing all of my Easter eggs, Tammy, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> I fine. can't help it. It's in that's the fine. works. That's uh, fine, that's fine, that's <laughs> fine. I'm really trying not to do quotes as we talk about this. <laughs> so, um, so he talks about that, and he goes, uh, let's see, and then he says, now we got a hero for hire, and he's a black one, and a bullet hole hoodies is the fashion mm-hmm. we in harlem's paradise tell the captain that i'm about to trade the mic for magnum give up my life for trayvon to have one and it's just and that's when we start when he has that lyric specifically is when we start seeing all these people wearing yeah. the 
the bulletproof hoodies. Um, well, he mentions Trayvon, and then before that as well, he mentions um, something like already lost. Uh, they already uh, took Malcolm and Martin. Yeah. Um, you know, so the last one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like both times when I watched this, by the end, and and not necessarily because of the song itself, but because of that lyric over the imagery of what mm -hmm. I was seeing this show do, I teared up both times I watched this episode because it's so it's to be able to have a television show make this kind of commentary. And for people to say it's just a comic book show, yeah, I, I wish they would really take another look. Because what we talked about somebody at the beginning when we started this podcast and started watching the show about people coming out and not even making it halfway through the series because they didn't see what the big deal was about. Mm -hmm. Or thinking that it was glorifying... Um, violence in some way. Yeah, it was. Um, you had a. What was it? The woman said you had a superhero thug. Yeah. Which is and it's ridiculous. Like, he, uh, just uh, this whole scene alone, I'm just like, it's just so. <coughs> it, to me, it's a um, very powerful scene. It was, yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. It's um, when you see all the the guys with the the hoodies on with the bullet holes in and the cops driving by it's very it's it's so powerful it's really well done um but yeah, it's, so you tell it's a very important thing as well i think to have because it's so current and i love i like you were saying Tommy, i love that a just a comic book show you know in kind of inverted um you know in Echo, yeah. sorry could could do this kind of thing like this kind of commentary just like in um Jessica Jones, you get like the the commentary on, yeah. on mental illness in on PTSD, yeah. um, you know, and um, in Dead of we have these this commentary about um, morality and and like the you know the relationship between Punisher and Daredevil and um, you know and who's right and who's wrong and this kind of thing. I I love that you can you can get that. Um, it's yeah. not just you know just popcorn fare. You know, and yeah. PTSD and the military and all. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, of course, yeah, yeah and Daredevil as well, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, on his on his little outro, Method Man says, "Shout out to Pops." Aww. <laughs> oh, Pops. Like, Pops. I know. <laughs> and he says, uh, and he tells Luke that the streets got your back, and um, which I love as well. But what's funny is I like I kind of laugh because I'm like, oh yeah, like Luke's gonna hear it. He doesn't. <laughs> have a phone he doesn't have he does not around radio he doesn't have any kind of social media we've discussed this luke doesn't even know that method man is on the radio talking about him oh but bobby hears it so you oh, might tell him and then bobby, and then bobby changes the radio <laughs> <laughs> and i like that on the um in when we're in pops uh but well we get sway taking some calls from listeners um and then this is when we see fish um bobby fish listening in pops but um, on the background in uh, on the TV, you can see Tembi interviewing um, uh, Ridley, which is quite cool. Yeah. Even though you never actually hear it, you just see it going on. Um, yeah. And then as soon as Fish, um, I keep calling him Fish, sorry. As soon as Bobby Fish uh, changes the station, all the cops run in to look for Luke, uh, including Albini's partner. I can't remember his name. This this guy. And Pops, uh, Pops is looking all nice and fixed up again, and we're like, oh, that's great. They did it all up, and obviously by the end of the episode, it's been blown up again. Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare slam that door. I just had that fixed. Oh, he's so proud. I love it. Oh. 
Um, so this is when Luke comes back to uh, to Pops, and we find out that Bobby, if Bobby was in uh, Luke's position, he would have run off with Claire Temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you kind of do think yeah. you you could have done that, Luke. Even though obviously we know Luke and Jessica Jones forever. Yeah, OTP. Little hearts. Yeah, little hearts. <laughs> making making hearts with my fingers right now. Um, and then we get some chess talk metaphors. Uh, Bobby's basically saying who all the pieces are, and I like that when he says about Misty, he picks up the knight. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm, she's yeah. a Misty yeah. knight. <laughs> But he picks up the pawn for Turk. It's so Aww. true. It's so true. <laughs> this is when we discover that um, that Turk is the most powerful one of all. I love the fact like Turk gets so much love on Tumblr, and um, uh, I get sent like links of like Tumblr posts, and there's so much love for him. And every time I get one, I send it to Rob Morgan, and he's always like really amazed by it because like there are people who are basically saying that um, the big bads at the end of um, like all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, it should actually turn out to be Turk. He should be the big bad, and he just bitch slaps Thanos <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> and it's like, Turk Baron's taking over the universe. Um, and then there's been... Um, yeah, exactly. And there's been other people saying that um, the only people that can wield um, Mjolnir are Thor and Turk Baron. I was like, that would be amazing. <laughs> Oh, I, I love all the Turk love. Um, so they're gonna <laughs> lure. <laughs> they're gonna lure Turk to um, to Pops, um, so Luke can uh, get info from him. But they're gonna lure him with thirty vintage Air, Air Jordans. Turk's like, "Ooh, I'm there." Yeah, really. I got I, five I pairs. Still very popular. Yeah. Turk's just like, ooh, shiny new stolen yeah. goods, hooray! I'm there. Um, so, in the next scene, this is when Shade's silent lawyer arrives, and Misty kind of squares up to Shade's before he goes. Uh, and then, in the next scene, we get Zip in a, a nice new suit. Did you like his mm-hmm. new suit, Tammy? Yes, I did. He's I like looking that very blue smart. on him. Yeah, he looks really good. Um, and he's and doing... I always like Shade's jacket, that Oh, yeah. Shades always looks great, I think. He yeah. He always looks great. Although he's... Uh... wearing Zip's lady glasses later. Yeah, I didn't like those glasses. <laughs> also, the bruise on his cheek, on Shades' cheek, doesn't really look like a bruise. It looks like smeared lipstick a bit. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I was like, mm, I could do better bruise makeup than that, guys. And I have. <laughs> yeah, I think the Daredevil makeup artist could probably do a lot better. Yeah, it just it didn't look like a convincing bruise. Um, so Zip and uh, is joined by Shades and some new goons, and they're all heading to the Clean Text building, uh, to the rooftop to apparently meet Diamondback. And uh, this is when Zip jumps Shades and begins to throttle him, and Shades yeah. is a badass. Exactly. And that's yeah. why I was okay with him killing Zip. <laughs> I was like, he earned it. He well, earned also, it. like, he manages to grab the gun off the guys. Like, get, like, don't stand there, goons, with your guns in your back pocket or your holster or whatever, so he can reach it. Like, yeah, so this he's getting is... choked, getting choked. Oh, my God. Yeah. He did have to stand there to continue to get the elevator to go up. So. <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's holding down the little thing the whole time. Well... And that, that's when it, and when uh, Shades shoots them, that's when the elevator oh, stops. Oh, it does. 
the pass to go back and start the elevator. Oh, yeah, it's one of those weird elevators. But you still should have had your gun in your back pocket. Like, no. You know why? This is why these guys are now dead. We would make much better henchmen, the three of us. Just saying. Uh, and, yeah, so Shades has shot the two goons, and he takes Zip to the roof, and Zip is crying. Yeah. Aww. He's really... He's really I feel I feel really bad for Zip because he was a he, he gets pistol whipped and cries some more. Yeah, and like he only just got like this promotion. He's all proud of himself and he's like, ah, yeah, I'm so cool. I'm gonna wear my shades. And then he got told off by Dan Bap. He's like, right, I'm gonna get a nice new suit instead. Yeah, I'm the shit. Awesome. Yeah, and then like he just gets beaten and then told he's a disappointment and then he just gets shot in the head and it's like and he even gets his shades stolen after he's dead. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Poor shades. But they, like I said, I, I, I really think they were women. Oh, I mean, poor, I mean, poor zips. Into that, cool, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> they were women. <coughs> he's going to become the uh, the new supervillain, Lady Shades. Ooh, I like it. You've got Lady like Bullseye. It. You can have Lady Shades. Oh yeah, Rule sixty three, Shades. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, this is when Diamondback in the next scene is um, kind of channeling shades because after Alex yeah! reported <laughs> reports Candace to Mariah, Diamondback calls her to tell her that Shades is dead, and then he's just like, "By the way, I'm in your house." It's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it was super creepy. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, he's totally really- like. Yeah, you shouldn't mention murder on an open line, and there he is. But it's like, well, why didn't you just say to her, hey, I'm in your house, by the way? (laughs) And and the way the camera was moving around, I was like, oh, is Shade's going to be, like, sitting in the corner of the room? Oh, no, he does that in a later scene. (laughs) He just pops up and he's like, hey, it's me. Um, But, yes. He has an amazing coat. Oh, his red raincoat? I want it. Yes, I want it so bad. Mm-hmm. It's so... It's so nice. <laughs> yeah, he's got quite a nice outfit in this scene, like, yeah. everything he's wearing. I mean, compared to his outfit uh, at the very end of the episode, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> this this outfit, I really like the red raincoat. I know we're not on the, uh, the fashion podcast that me and Tammy do. Uh, the other two podcasts that we do, but we could talk about the fashions here. It's kind of spilling over. Yeah, I love this red raincoat. But it's really good. If it's like an extreme, if it's really good or really bad, I feel like we can't ignore it. So. Yeah, I will confess something. I'm sure Megan will will appreciate this, but I saw a uh, a leather jacket for sale in um, through uh, an online store, and I really want to get it. But unfortunately, I'll explain why in a minute. Unfortunately, the largest size they do, because it's, I think, like a Chinese company, the sizes are all super tiny. And the largest one they do, I measured I measured it, and I was like, I would not get that round one boob, let alone both my boobs, um, <laughs> because I'm quite well endowed um, up top. Um, but the reason I want it is it is a hooded um, red leather little jacket. And I want it because I want to put little horns on the hood and it can be my little daredevil hoodie leather jacket. I want it so much. And they don't do it in my size and I'm very upset. But it's the only red hooded leather jacket I've seen. And I even have the horns ready to go on the jacket. One day, one day I will get my daredevil horned hooded leather jacket in red. 
Mondo, Mondo, send me that money now so I can buy it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Diamondback gives her a big bag of money, and he's like, yeah, this is for you to uh, fix up Harlan's Paradise, um, but you have to be completely loyal to me. And he's super creepy and leaves. Yeah. This is creepier than most of the other stuff he's done. (laughs) (sighs) Like, does no one lock their doors in, in Harlem? Or the lock's know. just super easy to pick? Like, what the hell? Yeah, Shade says that. He goes, uh, no security system? <laughs> you know, I could have just come in there and killed you. <laughs> yeah, we don't see Luke, like, picking the locks because he just bursts through the door. Yeah. Every time, mm-hmm. like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we see that Mariah's conflicted as well, which I like. I think she's... Oh, she's so good in this scene. I love her. Mm. I was like, I've missed you, Mariah. You haven't been in a couple of episodes, I think, and I've missed you. Oh, yeah, I like drunk Mariah. She's oh, she's so good. and funny. I love her. Um, so, oh, sorry. So, in the next scene, Turk is strolling along the street, whistling, <laughs> not caring the world. I just love my life. I'm so happy I love to just be hanging out in the... <laughs> Fresh breeze. Not being so stuck in a, in a dumpster. In season two of Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, just like, taking a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Turk. <laughs> I love him so much. Uh, yeah, Luke, like, basically picks him up and uh, is asking for info. And the bit where he holds him over his head and then yeah, just squishes him in the dumpster is amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So good. It's so well shot. Yeah, it really is. And Turk's just crying and whining. Oh, don't worry. Trash pickup is tomorrow. And, you know, there's food in there. He's just like, ah. Oh, Turk. Poor Turk. Well, now he's joined um, Jessica, Luke, and uh, Matt in uh, kind of waking up in garbage, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, So, in the next scene, this is the scene you were talking about, Tammy, with the Ghostface Killer song. Which one, yeah. which song is it? I can't remember. It is in my notes. Hold on just a second. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> it is Blood on the Cobblestones. Oh, yes. Um, oh, sorry. Yes, I do have this song. Uh, I just couldn't remember which one it was. Uh, so Domingo and the crew are there to meet Diamond back in the warehouse, who is at the start is reading his creepy Bible. And it's like, don't, yeah. don't read it. No. <laughs> Maybe he's highlighting extra passages. He's like, "Oh, there's three words I haven't highlighted in this Bible. There we go. Get my blue highlighter for this one." Um, it's so weird. You kind of wonder what Matt's Bible looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, can you imagine how big a uh, like as well a Braille Bible would be? Like Braille. Yes. Like, oh yes. my word. That I would have to be like thick that the nuns gave him a New Testament in in braille and i'm like trying to picture oh my god it would be dictionary it would be bigger like think of how thin the paper is and how oh sorry tammy go on i was gonna say i think you could just get an audiobook version of it oh who would read the bible in the audiobook (laughs) maybe morgan freeman of course (laughs) that might 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 make even me like the bible if it was morgan freeman (laughs) reading it oh be great. I like. I believe anything you say, Morgan Freeman. It's Diamondback. Diamondback is right. Oh, I'd like it to be someone like, um, oh, Gilbert Gottfried reading the Bible. Oh God! <laughs> it would be amazing. 
putting on voices for everyone. And Jesus said. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't actually do a Gilbert Gottfried impression because I, I was just choking laughing. It's because I was just choking yeah. while laughing and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, it'd be great. Right. Anyway, so um, this is when Domingo is like, oh, by the way, did you know that Shades like killed all your goons and Zip? Ha ha. You suck. <laughs> We're taking over, and this is when we go into a full-on gunfight, and of course, yeah. um, Diamondback starts it with a really cheesy quote, and then we go into a full-on uh, gunfight, and it's great. I, I was, like, watching this going, wouldn't it be hilarious if Domingo had killed Diamondback? Oh, that would great. be, like, just by shooting him, like, in yeah. this gunfight, it would just be amazing. What is that, the don't worry, you'll still feel an occasional cool breeze, or is that with Mariah? Yeah, that was with, that was with Mariah. Wow. Yeah, this one's okay. like, what Ugh. what happens the enemy when of a, my a, enemy a smell? Is my friend. Yeah, he, he says something like, what happens to it, you know, yeah, when a snake's most dangerous? When it's cornered! Bang, 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 bang. Yep. Oh, it's so cheese, I love it. Uh, and in the, <laughs> in the middle of the fight... Uh, Diamondback opens this giant case and we see something light up inside. He just excuses himself from the gunfight to (laughs) open this case. (laughs) Yeah, no one follows him to, you know, take him out while he's got his back to him. (laughs) They could just take him out while he's getting changed into this outfit. He dies in his underwear. (laughs) With one leg in his trousers and one leg out, it'd be hilarious. (laughs) One sock on, one sock off. Oh, I wish that had happened. Misty's just laughing at the photos afterwards. Uh, so what did you guys think this was when it, you saw it at first, when this thing lit up? Um, my only note is, oh, God, what does he have now? <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what I thought it was. It was just like, well, that can't be good. I thought it Whatever was it uh, something, a Cree artifact or something, something that was, you know, Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe it was like, uh, you know, um, Marcellus Wallace's soul, like in Pulp Fiction in the briefcase, <laughs> as the theory goes. But probably, as they confirmed, it was just a light bulb in a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we see something uh, light up and it's like, oh, what's he got now? So the next scene is where we get drunk Mariah and she's adorable. Yep. I love her. Just and drinking straight vodka. Yeah, yes. straight vodka. Belvedere. What? Belvedere, that was it. I was like, what yeah. make was it? We need to do a matching drinking game for um, these series. Well, as in uh, Yuzu, Tammy, uh, yeah, as I'm my sorry. co-host. Because I don't drink, so you have to do it for me. <laughs> Next thing could I wasn't incoherent enough sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> drink on top of it. And she takes uh, Mama Mabel's um, revolver out of this little box that I really like. Because I mentioned this box before. I'm like, it's so pretty. I want one. Like this little jewelry box her, thing. her Lady Gaga jewelry box. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It really is. The gold uh, one with all the spikes on it. Yeah, and, and like oddly shaped angles yeah. all around it. It's so pretty. And this is where oh, Shades yeah. appears because he's been hiding in the shadows as usual. Because he's creepy. <sighs> he's not he's not doing as much close talking this episode though no it's very weird for him oh yeah he talks in people's ears he just goes right to their ear and goes hey, or, or like right up to their to their mouth like that you know <laughs> <laughs> especially with cotton mouth before he oh yeah all the time and I gotta say that he shouldn't have been killed off that soon that was I didn't like you didn't <laughs> 
But look at what it's done for Mariah's character. Now she's a badass. Yeah. yeah. I like I like him as an actor, and he was great in House of Cards. Oh, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's brilliant. Um, but he was amazing in this, and I'm like, oh, my God. He was supposed to be the big bad, and now he's like, now he's gone. What? He's a really interesting guy. He was on, um, I can't remember where he was being interviewed. It wasn't Conan, it was, oh, he was interviewing, someone was interviewing him, I can't remember. Like one of the late shows, it, may be, it might have been Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Yeah, probably Stephen Colbert, because I watched Stephen Colbert. Um, and yeah, he was like, uh, he was interviewing Mahershala, um, Mahershala Ali, and I was just thinking, oh, he's such an interesting guy. Like, I'd love to chat with him. He just was, they were talking about everything, and he's like super spiritual and stuff and i don't know he just seemed like a very intelligent interesting guy to chat to yeah i think that's what when i spoke to uh, warner as well earlier and when we were covering luke cage he said that as well about working with him like he was a really cool guy so yeah so i do miss him being in the show but i i like that they what they've done with um, mariah's character as a result yeah but as i said i wish that they, it was a few episodes later so we got more of him um, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. So when Shades gives Mariah the bottle that she killed Cottonmouth with, did anyone else think that they were gonna like crack it open and toast together? <laughs> Either that, or she was gonna just smash it, or something like that. I, don't know. I was thinking like you could do that. You could drink it and then smash it, and that's you know mm-hmm. destroy it and get drunk. And then I want a scene of them singing drunken karaoke that night in uh, in the ruins of Harlem's Paradise. <laughs> Every show needs drunken karaoke. Come on. Yep. <laughs> I need to see Karen, Foggy, and Matt doing drunken karaoke in Daredevil. You know what? They probably did it on St. Patrick's Day. Remember that picture that they? Oh had yeah. Oh. They probably did it at um at Josie's. Oh, I want to see these scenes. It would have been the most adorable thing ever. Yeah. Oh. Oh, those crazy kids it's need to get back beginning. together soon. Yeah. Um. So. Shades and Mariah have decided they want Luke to help them defeat Diamondback um, because Luke somehow has these, uh, sorry, Shades somehow has these files uh, which are a chance to clear Luke's name. I was like, where did he get them from? Also, I don't know if they know Luke as well as they do, as they think they do, because like, I'm like, I feel like that's not Luke's most important thing. Definitely (laughs) not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe years ago or even at the beginning of the series, but definitely not now. And definitely not, um, I think, so much... Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not like he could clear his name and go and be with Reva, because Reva is, is now dead. But um, yeah. in terms of with what he found out about Reva, he's feeling a bit betrayed. I think he now is... He's no longer Carl Lucas. He is Luke Cage. Um, yeah. So I think he's he's more worried about clearing Luke Cage's name than Carl Lucas's. Yeah, with the flashbacks and things with uh, his brother and his parents and mm-hmm. all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That that was really good. I really liked the flashbacks. Oh, uh, with good. yeah, with little Luke and little little cotton mouth. I was gonna call him little mouth then. With little mouth. Little diamond back. Little oh, little sparkly diamond back. Oh. <laughs> Willis. Willis and Carl. <laughs> little Willis. Um. Yeah. So Luke, uh, meanwhile, is kicking down the door of the warehouse because he got the information out of Turk. And there are dead guys everywhere with their hearts punched out of their chests. It's pretty grim. But somehow, I'm guessing he would have punched Domingo's heart out of his chest. But maybe Domingo's heart is as teeny tiny as he is. And so it it didn't get to his heart as as 
quick as the others or something? I don't know. I'm trying to... to... No, I didn't notice that. I just thought they were all shot in the head or shot somewhere. Well, you can't really see it, but you only I only picked up on it when Bailey and Misty are talking about it, and they say, oh, yeah, they've really oh, had okay. their, you know, the punches to them. And I was like, oh, so, okay, I guess. Um <laughs> <laughs> if they couldn't see it but for some reason Domingo is not dead he's just dying and um because it's so sad I and Luke carries him out Luke yeah. carries him out because Domingo is so teeny tiny Oh, he looks like a little Aww. baby doll he really <laughs> does <laughs> or oh. one of those like really creepy dummies like for ventriloquists oh one no because he's wearing a little suit <laughs> Jeff, oh. Jeff Dunham ventriloquist oh doll. no oh that's a um, that's a disturbing thought also, when, I like when Luke discovers the bomb because it's beeping and he just goes towards it. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, you don't go towards the beeping thing. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't go to see what it is. You get out of there, Luke. Yeah. Like you pick up your little ventriloquist dummy, Domingo. <laughs> oh, maybe that's instead of doing karaoke, they could do the talent show at Josie's. Oh my god, he's so cute. Oh. Um, so yeah, he picks Domingo up and they run out of there. Uh, well, Luke runs out of there. And uh, as Domingo's dying, um, uh, Domingo alludes to there being a new Diamondback weapon and then he dies. And it's really sad because talking about supporting characters, I freaking love Domingo. Yeah. I love how sassy he is. Yep. And how he drops. Uh, his litter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so great. Um, and then this great transition. Yeah, of like it's the it's him, isn't it? And then it turns into the photo, yeah. and they look yeah. at the photo. I mean, like I really like the way that this and the last episode, like some shots are are done. So I'm gonna say thumbs up to you, George Tillman Jr. And please uh, come back for the other series. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I know. I know now that I've endorsed you. Marvel will make that happen. That's how much power I have. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, Misty is looking at the photos with Bailey, and uh, then Luke calls her up and tells her to meet him. And I like that when they do meet up, they're talking through this fence, and it looks like they're in a confessional booth. <laughs> She's like, "Forgive me, Luke, for I have sinned." <laughs> It's <laughs> so weird. Oh, yeah, he's pulling a mess. Yeah, he really is. I was like, what's happening? Like, Father Father Lantern should be the other side. Yeah, yeah. Be like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, this is my <laughs> shtick. It's church property. <laughs> and uh, Luke tells Misty to question Turk. Um, but as we find out later, she doesn't go and question Turk. Um, so can we assume that Turk is still in that dumpster? Oh, yeah. He probably is. Oh, probably he is. might have got squished to death. Aww. But didn't he? But didn't um, Miss he tell Misty where he was? Yeah, but she instead of oh, going okay. to question Turk, she goes and follows Luke uh, uh, back to Pops. So then she yeah. hasn't let Turk out. So Turk is Turk is gonna get squished in that in that dumpster. Oh, like Shredder at the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um. So we cut to Mariah and Shades uh, in the in car. Mariah says she regrets killing Cottonmouth, and then Shades says, oh, well, I'd gone there to kill him anyway, and you just beat me to it, so... Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is when they enter Pops, and Bobby cannot believe that they are there. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They have this conversation about how Mariah is really starting to realise who she oh, is, yeah. and that Cottonmouth had seen it the whole time, and 
she's just finally starting. It's uh, to me, I'm like she is becoming Mama Mabel. Yeah, is what totally. She's doing. Well, we also have um, her shades has mentioned in the series before that he saw all this stuff in her already yeah. as well. Um, so it's everyone could see it. I mean, presumably Alex can see it as well. So everyone can see it apart from uh, Mariah herself. Yeah, and she says she just always denied it, denied that part of herself. She's going to change her name to Mama Mariah. <laughs> just call me Mama. And obviously, as they walk into the thing, Sh- Shades puts on his shades. Oh, of course. So stick mm-hmm. at that time. <laughs> are they are they his shades or are they zip shades? Oh, I think they're zip shades. Mm. His shades were. And so he's um, now Lady Shades. Bobby cannot believe that they are there um, but they are there because they want to do a parley I, I can't say that word parley parley um, <laughs> ole. ole because it's the old the enemy of my enemy is my friend the enemy is my friend yeah um, Luke's not having any of it but Shades is like look what I'm offering you your freedom uh, and he's and he doesn't seem as impressed. And then you know, and then uh, Mariah throws in the whole thing. Well, I'll also tell the police that Diamondback did everything. So, well, thanks, Mariah. That would be better. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she kind of throws that in, and um, also we notice that Luke is in his yellow and black hoodie again. So yeah. we know something's probably about to go down because uh, that's his action hoodie as I like to think of it. Um, he has about 12,000 of those exact hoodies. Um, and Mariah... Like in his canes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just throwing them all over the place. There's, yeah. like, somewhere in Lost Property, New York, Lost Property in the police station, there's just full of canes and black and, black and yellow hoodies. <laughs> Holy black and yellow hoodies, I'm oh, yeah. sure. Yes, exactly. Um and this is when Misty walks in to arrest Shades and Mariah. Even though Mariah says that it was Diamondback that killed Cottonmouth. Misty yeah. walks in, so there's a proper Mexican standoff. And then poor Bobby, because he spent all this time doing up Pops. <laughs> and a grenade blows the whole front of Pops away again. Yeah. I don't know if it's just me. I thought the, um, the effects of the explosion, where you see them all like fly forward... I thought it was really badly done. It looked yeah, very it um, looked like they, uh, superimposed. Yeah. Either that or they were on a, you know, like a, a rig and they mm-hmm. were just like pulled that way. Yeah. It was just yeah. very, very weird looking. Um, yeah. yeah. Not good. Oh, but if you want to see good stuff, um, I should say um, our former guest, um, Chris Brewster, which is uh the stunt double for Daredevil. He's done like ninja. a little promotional spot. He's a real life ninja. Um, he's done a little promotional spot where he's doing all this like crazy workout stuff, and then he jumps through a giant pane of glass, and it's oh, badass. I saw that. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah, I and, actually told him that because we talk on Instagram. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah I, I sent him a message as well. I was like, it's amazing. I will try and remember to put <laughs> it on the page. And also, I will add, um, he and his wife have just had a baby, so congratulations, yeah. guys. Aww, congratulations. Yeah. That's what I told them. I said, I said, uh, guess, I guess it's in the water on the Daredevil set. Yep, something's <laughs> going on. Yeah, because also, obviously, Charlie Cox and Charlie's uh, is a little girl. I don't know. Yeah, I, well, it's not girl. his wife. It's his fiance, girlfriend. girlfriend. Yes, girlfriend. and they have had a little baby, a little Daredevil little ninja so now obviously chris brewster's little baby can do the stunts for charlie cox's little baby nice <laughs> yeah right it'll be adorable um <laughs> so yeah there's a big explosion and during the explosion misty drops her phone 
Misty, what are you doing? What are you doing, darling? <laughs> That's kind of important. Like, as soon as you got that, you should have really... You've been to the precinct since then. You should have made a copy, Misty. That's all I'm saying. Always make copies. Um, and this is when Shades grabs the phone. And then... Um, right, Tammy, you, uh, you like talking about fashion. Um, in walks... <laughs> <laughs> in was our friend Diamondback wearing a lovely outfit. Oh, my favorite quote in the whole show. Oh yes, I won't yeah. say it's like you can have it, Megan. But uh, okay, what oh, what boy. did you think of this this outfit, Tammy? He looked like a snake dressed up in an army outfit. Like the <laughs> the um, top underneath the open mm-hmm. jumpsuit did was very snake like. Like the, I will say this is extremely close to what he wears in the comics. Oh my god! I'm gonna send yeah, you a photo in a minute. Yeah. Like it's, it's I mean, it just—it looked like he was—he's ready to go jump out of a plane somewhere. He <laughs> does look like it's a so snake weird. dressed in an army yeah. outfit. It's—it's <laughs> it's so weird. And when I saw this episode the first time, this was when I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" I was just like, "I, I, I can't." I just can't, like, with this. I was just like, no. Like, this is so terrible. It was just, like, the power band thing that they did, you know, with the lame shirt. But this is him actually wearing it! Like, yeah, I know. oh. <laughs> I, liked it. I didn't hate it as much this time. And I will say, I am enjoying Diamondback more this time than I did the first yeah. time. There is a picture of him from the comics, Tammy, so you can have a look. I've just put in Skype for you. Um, oh, wow, yeah. It really does look It's really like close. It. He just doesn't have a helmet yeah. in the in the comics. Um, um, I I like I like the effect of the bullets bouncing off of it. The, I didn't I didn't even know if they bounce off. I couldn't tell. It looked like they were absorbed. It almost looked like yeah. It's so weird. It was yeah. really cool though. It was re- yeah. It was really cool. And like um, yeah. It looks like I mean they either bounced off or they absorbed. It was very weird. But I yeah I like the effect as well. Um, so yeah. And this is when they begin to have a big fight. We kind of yeah. smash cut to credits. Yeah, and that was the end of the episode, guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Easter eggs. Uh, ones that Tammy didn't steal. Let's have a look. Sorry. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> uh, How are you Stan- telling who Romeo is? There you go. There's Stanley's <laughs> on the poster. Nope, Tammy took that one. Iron Man reference and so Tammy took that one. Mm. Uh, okay, so I have one for you. Um, so, uh, we find out Shades' real name in this, which is Hernan Alvarez. Alvarez. As far as we know, this is not his name in the comics. However, little fun fact, in the comics, Shades has a son who currently in the comics is serving as Power Man. So he's serving as the title that Luke Cage had, because Luke Cage now goes by Luke Cage. But uh, Shades' son is going by the name Power Man. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. I like to keep things interesting and, you know, feed your minds. <laughs> uh, and that, my belly. And your belly. Yay, comics! <laughs> comics are the best! Uh, yeah, that was the uh, the trivia for this week. <laughs> and also, Stanley cameo. Okay. So now, yeah. Megan, I'm going to say, what was your favourite quote of the episode? I'm going to leave it up oh, to you. Oh, it was in the last scene. Especially Bobby. That Bobby's his name? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. What are you, a pimp stormtrooper? You know, <laughs> what kind of John Paul Gaultier shit is this? So <laughs> good. Like, that was, that, that made me laugh so hard. Me too. I love that Bobby just doesn't give a shit. He's like, this guy's just blown up pops. 
Um, and yeah. he's walked in armed, but I'm still going to, like, call him out for his fashion. Yeah. I'm going to say, Tammy, that I think we should get Bobby Fish on as a guest on Calavici Fashion Cast, our other podcast. <laughs> I think he would be amazing. Do you think he would He would uh, be able to keep up with us, though, talking about fashions? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he also knows um, uh, Dapper Dan, so, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I have a quote from Misty, just because Misty's a badass, and this is after she's, you know, almost lost her arm, sadly not lost it yet, but almost lost her arm, when uh, they keep calling her Ms. Knight, I think, and she goes, it's Detective Knight, and I'm fine. I was like, yeah! Yeah, I love yeah, you, Misty. I like that one, uh, yeah. Tammy, um, I had you are next. one of the, uh, the uh, would-be robbers. What did we say about using my government name, Michael? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I love it. I have a, I have one as well from that scene, which has will have sound effects, which is, oh snap, you look, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Another one was when Turk was uh, like educating Zip about Icarus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was great. That was pretty funny. I because like, he he says like, what is it he says? Oh, Zip thinks I put in my notes. Zip thinks Icarus had a verse with Kendrick. Yeah. 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 So good. I love it. Yeah, and it's just like suddenly he turned into like a mythology. <laughs> yeah, Icarus is. <laughs> Turk reads a lot. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, uh, well, if he's on house arrest, he probably has to. True. I have a Turk quote actually, which is, "There's baby diapers in here, man." <laughs> I love that. Uh, let's see. I've I've got like a bunch of Method Man quotes. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and um, pick just one. Uh, HB, I thought the same thing until Shorty pulled the biscuit and let off two on Cage, and they bounced off. Bullets ricocheting and shit. <laughs> I like that. Bullets ricocheting and shit. shit. I like that he calls the gun a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't pick up on that until you said it. The biscuit. Shorty pulled the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. In the same scene, Luke just, like, or Mike Coulter just breaks character, and he goes, yo, man. That was my jam. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then all of a sudden he pulls out, he gets the phone, and he starts making a phone call. I'm like, I love it. Okay. I love I love that both Luke and, and Method Man are just geeking out over meeting each other. So great. Uh, yeah. let's see. Oh, Diamondback. Once I'm finished with Carl, I'll evaporate. And all I thought was when he <laughs> used the word dissipate. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine when he says, I'll evaporate, like, doing, like, a Mysterio thing and, like, just throwing down a smoke pellet and disappearing with a cackle. And then when he tells Mariah, sweet dreams, Mariah. Oh, oh, she's so so creepy. Oh, and uh, don't worry, you'll still feel the occasional cool breeze. Stop it. (laughs) So gross. (laughs) I am enjoying him a lot more this second time round. I think the first time I was a bit tired and I was a bit like oh really come on because I would have seen you know Cottonmouth like five hours before that who I loved but yeah. spacing yeah. it out I am liking Diamondback a lot more yeah me too and he's, I like he's very actor. entertaining the actor is really cool yeah. too yeah I've seen interviews with him and he's really sharp and he's really with it and he's totally not not Diamondback so that's plus <laughs> that's good um oh so, you know awesome uh, uh any other quotes guys uh, Yep, one last one. Uh, you know, there's something powerful about seeing a black man that's bulletproof and unafraid. Yeah. Yep, that was one of mine, too. It's a yep. great quote. Method Man says that, yep. Yeah. Really good. All right, oh. I'll stop Method Man quotes cool. now. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. 
he's one of the coolest of the Wu Tang Clan. Huh. He really. Is. He's one of my favorite like <laughs> like characters that's popped up in any episode of the Marvel stuff. Like I love. I lot not only like I love seeing Method Man in it, but I love like his character in it, even though I know it's him. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just oh, love at the it. beginning of the series. There was Raphael Sadiq from Tony and yeah. Tony. Tony, oh, so good. Um, yeah. Who else was in there? There was a lot of lot of oh. Faith Evans. Faith Evans. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've had or, the uh, stylistics. Yeah, yeah, the stylistics. So, so the good. soundtrack has to be really It's awesome. really good. It's There's only about five songs on it, but um, uh, the rest okay. is the music. I mean, the, the score is so good anyway. I love the score. Yeah, it um, is good. But the rest of the songs that are featured are really good as well. And, like, I, I've just managed to, like, get hold of a load of them, like, through iTunes and through some that I already had and stuff. And, yeah, it's an awesome, awesome soundtrack. I love I it. I should post the, um, the website where I see every song that's, like, really kind of listed out. Mm. Like, just the actual songs that are used, that I kind of used for my notes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I'll post that website, because it's really good, and it'll link you back to um, where you can listen to the song and stuff, so. Cool, that'd be awesome. Um, Alright, so now it's time for feedback. Uh, We have two emails. We've got one from Robin. Um, It's not as long as last week's. Um, Tell us Robin Robin from the podcast. Robin Robin, not Robin. Robin the character from Jessica Jones. Because that would be her going, Ruben, Ruben, oh, whatever she did. Um, yes, is Robin, Robin X, um, X co-host of the podcast. Uh, uh, do you want me to start reading it and then someone can take over from me? Sure. Okay. Uh, hello again. As it is midnight, this feedback will not be. Oh, hang on. This this feedback will not be nearly as long as my last. Really, I think my last one summarized. I th- really, I think my last one summarized how I've been feeling about the show since I guested in episode four. And going into this, I just wanted the show to get its act together. And I think for the most part, it did in this episode. I think one important part about the show is using Harlem as a big piece of what makes it special. There's the cliche of the setting as being a character of its own. But in Luke Cage, Harlem just has to be, especially for the messages it wants to put out there. So it was great to see the community again, not to be stuck in Harlem's Paradise and the police station for a large part of the episode. From Luke strutting through the streets to having Shades execute Zip on that rooftop. Great stuff. Did anyone really think that Luke was some sort of muscle-bound mass murderer? Or did we actually need someone on the radio to sway Harlem citizens? He, he does know that's his actual name, right? Robin, I, you did know that, right? I, I, I hope so. It sways universe. <laughs> Either way, I'm glad the dude from How High um, was witness to Luke thwarting a... The dude from How High? Is he talking about Method that's Man? Method Man. Uh, he's not the dude from How High. He's Method Man, thank you very much. He has a name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I'm like, uh, what, what? Either way, I'm glad the dude from How High, Meth Man, was witness to Luke thwarting a convenience store holdup. That scene and the following sequence where Luke gets turned into a modern-day folk hero was great. Loved seeing so many Harlemites wearing the holy hoodie. Some of the rhymes were a bit on the nose, but sometimes you have to make it simple for suburban America. The message is worth it, and it was fun! There was an energy to it that I think can be attributed to Paul Ab- Phil Abraham's direction. He didn't direct this episode. I'm confused. Keep giving this guy work, Marvel. Um, he didn't direct this episode. <laughs> this was uh, directed by George Tillman Jr. 
Um, so, do you want to take over now, Tammy? Also, bringing Turk Barrett, king of any damn place he pops up in, back was great, too. I like that he also thinks Diamondback is a bullshit villain and Zip is a total bitch, but I love how he falls for the allure of Air Jordans just to get pummeled for information <laughs> and squished in a dumpster full of baby diapers. Classic Turk. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some final points. Motivation is something I'm failing to understand for a few of these characters. Why is Mariah's assistant so invested in Mariah winning? Because he's in love with her. He wants her. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> How is he this master tactician? Who is he? He was just her aide. He's not a master tactician. Um, and he proved it by losing Candace while they were trying, while he was following her. <laughs> and don't get me started on Shades. I dig that Theo Rossi is bringing, what Theo Rossi is bringing, but who is Shades? I feel like we're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop about him, but it's probably never going to happen. I just assumed he was Diamondback's, like, second-in-command, and now he's just done being Diamondback's second-in-command, and he wants to be on top. Mm. And he was a prisoner Shades. in the same... Yeah, yeah same. exactly. He's just another guy that wants to... He's like, um, you know, like Diamondback and Cottonmouth. Like, everybody wants to be the king, you know? Exactly. He's just someone else who wants to be the yeah. king. Pretty straightforward uh, role for him to play, just saying. Um, Domingo was the best. Am I right, guys? I'm glad he and his boys went out to Diamondback because fuck Diamondback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when are Shades and Mariah going to hook up already? Because Shades is constantly creeping into her house. Like, That's um, what he does. Yeah, everybody wants Mariah. I think Diamondback wants Mariah. Shades wants Mariah. I think I want Mariah a little bit. I mean, I'm she's so hot. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, the Missy, actress that plays her, yeah, sure. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> Missy really botched up her protection of Candace. I will protect you. Switch phones with me. Now give me the phone you have. No phone, no phone for you. <laughs> and zoom in on the cell phone so we know what it, what it looks like when Missy drops it out of her pocket and Shades picks it up for no Check reason. Check phone. Mm-hmm. Here's to Luke caving caving in Diamond's backs face on the next ep because fuck this worthless character <laughs> where's jessica jones where's daredevil oh man this did this did go long again sorry thanks for reading excelsior thank you robin thanks daredevil and jessica jones are not turning up spoilers yeah. for season for episode 13 but they're not well, yeah. yeah. Well, Claire mentions them all the time. You know, I have a good lawyer friend. You know, blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah. That's maybe about that's what the defenders is going to be like. There's going to be something in the defenders about that. They better not just all get together in the defenders in like the last episode, and the rest is is Claire getting them together, and they all have separate stories. I want them, as I've said, I just want every episode them sitting around talking about their issues. That's all I want. I could easily see, though, it going, like, two or three episodes before they get together, yeah. at least. Yeah. They're not going to... If they get together right away, it really would not make any sense. Like, what, <laughs> the very first scene is, like, them, like, yeah. the shawarma scene at the end of, the, of Avengers. Yeah. They were just exactly. sitting around having a meal. Oh. I'd give it, like, four episodes, and then they get together. Yeah. Maybe. Well, there's only, there's what, only eight? eight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it better not be any more than that. Uh, Tammy, we have an email from Sedna. Oh, you need I to do. Beat it. I, I can't. I can't be Mel. Come on now. 
<laughs> Megan, Matt Megan, would you like yes. to step into the shoes of the Mel? Exactly. And read, read said yes. their their big big Canadian shoes to fill. Um, and read Sedna's uh, email. I have a very, I have a, like a bad throat, and I think if yeah. I try and read Sedna's email, it might actually destroy my throat. <laughs> there oh, are a lot okay. of caps, caps I in it. it. There. All right. Looking shackles. Oof, harsh. Symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> they must know that he could break out of them. And Misty's abandoning treatment to give Luke a not at all obvious double bluff speech. By the way, she has forgotten her arteries tied off with dental floss. Yes. <laughs> we don't see her going to the hospital, leaving all possibility of future amputation slash robot arm. And thank fuck Luke's <laughs> caught and let go by a cop who's sympathetic. Pop's doing good from beyond the grave. Yeah, he turns back with a mystery item for Diamondback. Zip's being made an example of. And Alex is shaping up to be a fine rock slash lackey for Mariah. Fresh from last week's spoiler, it's Method Man! (laughs) Wu-Tang Ledge and Cheese from The Wire! Oh, was he in The Wire? Nice. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Luke bitch laughs the robbers and he and Met swap hoodies. Closely followed by the radio show scene, Bulletproof Love, fucking awesome. <laughs> All the tribute holy hoodies, so great. I love this so much. <laughs> Bobby Fish is back with some nice chess metaphors. Misty the Night. And as a great idea for Turk Bait, Zip versus Shades. And there's only going to be one winner here. Yep. Luke versus Turk, likewise. <laughs> Somehow, Luke versus Diamond Turk Bad- isn't even a fight. Come on. <laughs> That's like uh, Turk versus Daredevil. Exactly. Uh, somehow Diamondback manages to shoot and dodge his way out of the gangsta gunfight and the tri- the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Said no, we think so much alike. I love it. <laughs> love Luke carrying Domingo bridal style to escape the <laughs> He did anyways. Shade slash Mariah. Ooh, chemistry. Plotting pimp stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sedna. I think Sedna died laughing at the end of that email. Yeah. Nice. Never to be heard from again. Oh, we hope not. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for the feedback, guys. Um, we always love hearing from you. Uh, so now it's time to rate this episode. So, Megan, you are a very special guest. So I'm going to go to you first. Uh, since Luke was in and out of this episode, it was kind of like... Like some people said, there were some filler scenes. So I'd probably give it a, a three or a four. Out of ten? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Tammy, you are next. I am going to be opposite. I have been, like, hating <laughs> it's on opposite this show day. lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so hating on this show recently, um, and I feel with good reason. Because mm-hmm. it really took a, a dive there. For a little bit. Um, But this episode, I loved it so, so much. (laughs) Um, I was so excited about Method Man. I know you so well, Tammy. (sighs) You really do. You (laughs) really do. Um, I think it's fun, the whole thing with Misty. (laughs) Like them. I mean, because they're obviously, they're just toying with the audience who knows that she (laughs) gets amputated in the comics and has a robot arm. So the fact that they play with it so much makes me laugh because I just think of you and Matt and 
how excited you guys much, must be every time she does something with that stupid arm of hers. Yep. Um, Turk was amazing. Oh, so good. I'm sad that Domingo's dead, but uh, he went out like a ventriloquist dummy, so that was funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a little bridal ventriloquist dummy. Bridal style. <laughs> bridal style. <laughs> so funny. Um, I think the only thing I really didn't like is Candace. She's I'm done with Candace. She can go away now. She's played her role. She can be done. <laughs> like, um, she's just annoying to me. I don't know. Even though she has perfect skin. Uh, <laughs> Um, and I just thought this episode was one of the more important episodes we've watched as far as the social commentary goes mm-hmm. um, through the the series thus far. Obviously, I don't know what the last episode is like, but um, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I'm going to give it, oh man, I could watch this episode again. So I, I, I'm going to give it nine and a half out of ten. Um, who's Romeo? <laughs> Maybe really we'll find out me. next week. And I know I'm never going to get... Yeah, right. I'm not getting an answer to that one. I know. It's like... But it's just... I just hate... I just hate that they made this deal out of it. <laughs> it's like nothing. <laughs> um. So, I... Yeah, I really love this episode. I didn't mind Diamond back in it. Um, Shades was great. We got Mariah back. We had Misty... We've got Turk. We've got all my favourite characters showing up. We've got Domingo. Like, seriously, all of my favourite characters. Bobby. Like, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, this character was in it, this character was in it. Um, yeah, and I think the stuff with the, the hoodies and um, is, is very important. I really like all that stuff that we were talking about earlier. Um, I also think this was very, really entertaining, this episode. Um, particularly the stuff with Beth of Ban. I love those scenes so much. Uh, yeah, so I really like this episode. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 arms that still haven't fallen off. <laughs> yes, yes. Yet. Yet. <laughs> yes. But will. Dental floss. Remember dental floss. I'm going to dream about dental floss tonight. <laughs> so we'll find out yeah, what Matt and Mel thought of this episode. Dental floss, but the, the show <laughs> did not. <laughs> I, w- I won't tell you if they remember it by next week or not. <laughs> but the first scene is is Misty's arm just dropping off while she's brushing her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's going to be in the Defenders, too. So. Yeah, but that's with her awesome robot arm, hopefully. Well, we don't know that. Maybe her arm gets blown off in the Defenders in the first episode, and then she gets mm-hmm. a robot arm for the rest. I just want, I just want a robot arm. It's all I want. Robot all arm. I want is a robot arm. For Misty Knight. Um, so, Megan, our lovely guest, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. And thank you for being uh, waiting a week uh, extra for your episode because oh, we no had worries. to push things back no a week. Um, yep. Can people find you anywhere on the, the interwebs? I am on Twitter at, at EALASAID76 and also on Instagram, same, um, same screen name. So Nice. Yep. I need to I need to follow you on Instagram, I think. I don't know if I do or not. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember who who I'm following anyway. <laughs> I, I don't really don't, I don't really I don't do Instagram a lot. Tammy does Instagram a lot more. Yeah. Uh-uh. But that's because I don't do Facebook, so That's true. I do Facebook more. I do Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. And um seeing as Matt and Mel aren't here, I'll just say Tammy, have you been up to anything you wanna plug lately? <laughs> Like uh, our other podcasts we do? 
Yeah, I first would like to plug our other podcast, uh, Cavalici Fashion Cast, uh, where we discuss um, some Quantum Leap, but primarily fashions. So, if you're The fashions up, of Quantum Leap. Yeah. If you're signed up to co-host, keep that in mind. We talk a lot about the fashions. So. We take it very seriously. Yes. Uh, yes. Last week, uh, Tim Gunn guested. So it was yeah. really <laughs> it was, special. It was amazing. I'm sorry I wasn't there. Um, the other thing I wanted to plug is that I'll watch that movie with Tammy and Dan. We recorded an episode and <gasps> posted it, so what? I think we're back. What did so you, we, uh, what did you cover? Say Anything with John Cusack, oh, nice. which I had never watched Love before. That one. I'm very excited this podcast is back, Tammy. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, so we recorded that, put that up, and I think we plan on recording something tomorrow, so... Um, that I haven't watched, obviously, because that's the premise of the podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, so check that out at I'll watch that movie.com. Awesome. Now I have hope that me and you can uh, can finally do an episode on Flight of the Navigator or The Worst Witch yeah. or one of the yeah. many other children's films I was obsessed <laughs> with as a, as a child. <laughs> Things and, I still and, have not watched. And possibly Salon. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, next week we have the episode You Know My Steez. Uh Tammy, you're the only person that hasn't seen it. Do you have any predictions? You Know My Steez? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know my Steez. I don't... <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know what Steez is. Like, style, maybe? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Am, am I the Mel this week? What is happening? <laughs> I'm not down with the kids. I don't know the lingo. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, steez, plain old ease. You know my steez. Yeah, style. Okay, okay. I I knew it. I just wasn't sure I knew it. Um, but yeah. So okay. So you know my style. So oh my god, Claire. Mm-hmm. What if next week <laughs> is a mashup of our two podcasts we do together, <laughs> and it is a fashion show? <laughs> well, we've already seen quite a mouse outfit. So. Yeah, they're gonna have like a catwalk, a catwalk off. A catwalk, like they're gonna cat catwalk off. Right. And they're gonna have to walk down the catwalk, <laughs> and and during during New York's Fashion Week, they're gonna so shake their little tush on the catwalk. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> they will be judged of who won, who lost, and the person who lost, it will hopefully be Diamondback with his <laughs> gross snake outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll have to just leave the city forever and never Aww. return. And it will play the sad, uh, Incredible Hulk, uh, Lonely Man theme as he leaves, <laughs> walking across Brooklyn Bridge. And he'll, like, hiss on his way out or something weird. I would, I would love for that to be the right. ending of the series. Just him walking across the bridge and it playing... Do, 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 do. Oh, it'd be great. So yeah, uh, we're going to learn all about their styles. Well, Tammy, week. you're exactly right. It's amazing you've did it, <laughs> done it again. I don't even think we need to record next week. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, we will be back next week. Obviously, it will be a new year, will it? Yeah. yeah when we record next week. So, I want <laughs> to wish all of our listeners a very happy uh, new year. I hope the start of 2017 is as wondrous for you as Mike Coulter's naked torso Ooh. or something. I don't know. Wow. Um, Charlie Cox and you got me. Uh, or Charlie Cox's. Well, Charlie Cox is way more ripped than Mike Coulter's. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
And uh, yeah, Megan, do you want to take us out with an Excelsior or a Sweet Christmas or a whatever or you like? Sister. Or a Sweet Sister, yeah, whatever you like. <laughs> sweet Sister. <laughs> uh, how about Sweet Christmas? Nice. Thanks, guys. Speak to you next week. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!